Today, we're talking the top buys and sells for fantasy football ahead of week eight. I recommend watching the video all the way through because at the end, I'll have a rapid buyer segment where I give you three bonus buys and a bonus sell. Also, make sure you're using our trade calculator, yardsforfantasy.com, to get the best deals on your week eight trades. Let's go. My top buy for fantasy football ahead of week eight is Marquise Brown. It's been a rough two weeks for Marquise Brown. He has combined for just 15.3 PPR points over the last two weeks. That's after scoring more than 15 in each of the previous four. Now, part of that is due to poor quarterback play. Josh Dobbs started the season off strong, but he's gotten progressively worse over the last several weeks. He's completed just 50.5% of his passes over the last three games. And Dobbs threw for just 146 yards in week seven, and he averaged 4.4 yards per attempt. The good news for Marquise Brown, though, is that he has maintained a high target share. He has seen 10 or more targets in four of seven games, and he's not been below seven targets since all the way back in week one. He is still top five in air yards, top five in deep targets, and top 12 in red zone targets. That's an elite role. The quarterback play just hasn't been good enough to turn that into elite fantasy production. However, help is on the way. The Cardinals opened up the practice window for Kyler Murray last week giving them 21 days to activate their injured quarterback. That means Murray is likely to return to the field in either week 9 or week 10. Remember, Marquise Brown was dominant with Kyler Murray as his quarterback last season before both of them dealt with their respective injuries. Brown averaged more than 10 targets and 80 receiving yards while averaging 18 fantasy points per game with Kyler Murray. That was good enough to be the wide receiver 8 during that period. And if Marquise Brown maintains his current role in usage when Kyler Murray returns, and he likely will, he will surely benefit from the upgrade in passing efficiency and passing volume in the Arizona offense. And with a poor defense on the other side, the Cardinals will need to pass at a high rate in order to stay in games. And with matchups against the Falcons, Texans, Rams, Steelers, and the Bears coming up down the stretch, Marquise Brown could play a major role and propelling your fantasy team to a championship. Another guy I'm trying to buy ahead of week eight in fantasy football is Tajay Spears. Tajay Spears has been backing up Derrick Henry all season. However, Spears has actually out-snapped Derrick Henry in three of six games, and he's played more than 50% of the offensive snaps in all but one. While Derrick Henry is still the king in the running game, the Titans just can't justify keeping their explosive rookie on the bench. Now that hasn't resulted in a ton of fantasy production necessarily, although he was the RB9 back in week five. But Tajay Spears is an intriguing buy in fantasy football right now. The Titans are a team in turmoil. They are last in the AFC South with a two and four record and are without their starting quarterback for the foreseeable future. The team has already started looking ahead to the future and beginning the rebuilding process. That became clear when they shipped off Pro Bowl safety Kevin Byard to the Eagles earlier this week. So that raises the question, does that mean Derrick Henry, King Henry, does that mean he's next? Henry is 29 years old and in the final year of his contract. With the team heading face first into a rebuild, what incentive do they have for keeping an aging running back? Even before the Kevin Byard trade, the rumors were swirling that Derrick Henry could be dealt at the upcoming trade deadline. Teams like the Cowboys, Ravens, Browns, and the Bills, they've all been rumored as possible destinations. That doesn't mean a deal is going to happen, and it probably won't. But the door is open, and a trade would make a lot of sense for the team's long-term interests. And in that scenario, 
Tajay Spears is thrust into the RB1 chair. Spears is a smaller running back, but he's explosive, agile, and he has an all-purpose skill set. He might actually be the perfect runner to have behind a bad Titans offensive line because of his ability to change direction and make guys miss with ease. The Titans also have one of the easiest upcoming schedules for running backs, including matchups with the Texans twice and the Seahawks in the fantasy playoffs. This is purely a speculative ad, but it won't cost you much to go get Tajay Spears in a trade. He can probably be had as a throw-in. And even in the event that Derrick Henry remains in Tennessee, Spears will still give you one of the more valuable handcuff running backs in all of fantasy football. I'm also making trade offers for Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin has underwhelmed in the fantasy football box score up to this point in the season, but he's commanding volume per usual. And Godwin has had double-digit targets in two of the last three games, combining for 30 targets over that stretch. He's top 24 in receptions, receiving yards, and total targets. And that's with already having a bye week. What has held him back is the lack of touchdowns. Godwin has yet to find the end zone, but he's still top 12 in red zone targets, and Baker Mayfield is just outside the top 12 in red zone pass attempts. Touchdown regression will hit, and Chris Godwin will return to scoring as a top 24 fantasy producer. And the Buccaneers' upcoming schedule featuring matchups against the banged-up Bills, Texans, Titans, Colts, Falcons, Panthers, that should only help Chris Godwin find his groove. Now, to be fully transparent, I almost didn't include this one in this video because I'm not as confident in it as I would like to be, mainly because of that offense environment is a little inconsistent and Baker Mayfield is the quarterback. But Chris Godwin can be had at a really good price in a lot of leagues right now, and he is in for some touchdown regression like I mentioned. He is a true buy low. And if you believe that this is the week that Chris Godwin scores his first touchdown of the season, then you could play this pick'em on Underdog Fantasy. Lock in your pick now or draft a whole starting lineup for week eight on Underdog Fantasy. And use promo code YARDSPER to get a $100 deposit match and a free mystery pick'em. I sell for week eight fantasy football is Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson is a sell low. Sometimes you just have to cut your losses. Robinson has been a mostly game script dependent player to this point in the season. But in a game where the commanders trailed by just seven points for the majority of the day, Brian Robinson still only played 49% of the snaps. And he carried the ball eight times for just 23 yards, which was a 2.9 yards per carry average. Luckily, he scored the team's only touchdown, which saved his fantasy day barely. And his trade value, again, barely. Now, we could just chalk it up to a bad day, but there is more to the story for Brian Robinson. Robinson only led the backfield in snaps five times this season. And in most of those, Antonio Gibson wasn't far behind. Then over the last two weeks, the team has started to work in rookie Chris Rodriguez. His snap shares have jumped from single digits early in the season up to 12% and 13% over the last two. Well, that's not a meaningful number yet. It's a sign that the team is getting a little bit impatient with its current running back situation and they want to see what the rookie can do. And even though he only played nine snaps in week seven, Chris Rodriguez had just one fewer carry than Brian Robinson. It was seven to eight. And he averaged a much more respectable 4.4 yards per carry on his way to a team high 31 rushing yards. Robinson was barely usable already. Now he may be seeing even less work. It's going to be really difficult for him to produce in fantasy if he's sharing snaps with two other running backs, is game script and touchdown dependent on a bad team with a bad offense. It might hurt to sell low, but his value is only going to go down from here 
get out while you can still salvage something. Before we get to the bonus buys and sells for week eight, if you're enjoying this video and you find it at all valuable, please hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. I'm pumping out content like this all season long. And leave your trade questions in the comments. I'll try to get to all of them. Welcome to rapid fire mode. It's the bonus buys. And we're going to start with Drake London. Remember back in week one when Drake London had one target? Since then, he's averaging nearly 25% of the Falcons' targets. And their pass volume has been up a little bit, which has been great. He's also averaged 14 PPR fantasy points per game since week one. And that's with only scoring two touchdowns. But we are still buying him because despite the environment around him, he's still going to give you wide receiver two production from here on out rest of the season. He's a guy you can trust in your lineup every week. And hey, maybe things improve with Desmond Ritter. Maybe they make a quarterback change to Taylor Heineke. So he still has a little bit of a ceiling that he can reach. Either way, let's just buy Drake London and enjoy the ride. I'm also buying Jared Goff. Jared Goff has had a great season. I know he's coming off a terrible game against the Ravens on the road against a good defense, but that's why we're buying him. It's a buy low situation. He's got weapons and a good offense, great offensive line. He's played well. If you need a quarterback, go buy low on Jared Goff. And then my third bonus buy this week is just a reminder to go buy T. Higgins. He is one of the ultimate buy lows right now. It's been a rough year for him for a bunch of different reasons. The Bengals offense has started to show signs of life. Same with Joe Burrow. Once T. Higgins is healthy, I think we can trust him as a wide receiver too. Rest of season, you're not going to get him for a lower price than he is right now. And for bonus sales this week, I have just one. And it's again a reminder from what we talked about last week with Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce is coming off a buy. So maybe you weren't able to sell him like I told you to on last week's video. Now he's coming out of the buy. However, prior to the bye week, he was losing his job to Devin Singletary. That kind of is flying under the radar. Not a lot of fantasy gamers are paying attention to that. And I know the fantasy production hasn't been there, so he is a sell low, but I'm worried he hasn't even hit rock bottom yet. It could get worse from here, especially if Devin Singletary continues to take snaps away from Damian Pierce. I'm sorry, but I got to sell. Hey, if you like that video, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment on what you want me to talk about next. You can find all my stuff, my rankings, articles, podcasts, more videos like this on yardsperfantasy.com. Just download the Yards Per Fantasy app and we thank you for your support.